Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown here with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. And this is State of Atlanta. What is up, dude? Oh, got to chug the first one before you start the next next one. Chug the first, last one. God dang it. The last one. Anymore. The last one, yeah. So chug I opened the last the beer, but I felt, yeah. I felt bad that it was, uh, that I wasn't going to start on it immediately. Well, it's just the two of us here. So when I, um, <clears throat> I kind of expect you to respond when I say something. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I had to. I had beer, you know. I had I had my priorities going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, your priorities are correct. I'm not going to argue with that at Pod, all. Podcaster, uh, podcast land will understand. I think. Yeah. What was your question though? I forgot now. After all that. How you doing, man? Did you have a good weekend? Oh man, I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah, I had a good weekend. I'm tired. I don't know. I you were busy. You must have right been now. busy. I I reached out to you a couple times, and there's like radio silence. I was like, oh man, yeah, something's gone. Something's gone tragic. Something's gone bad. He's not responding. No, it's 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 all right. It's all good stuff. I mean, it's it's big news. I actually I I resigned as the chair of LP Georgia. So you know, so, sounds like that would give you more time to respond to me. You know, I feel like I should be the priority when you're not well, drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Look, David, I'm working towards it. Okay, all right. I just all need right. a little time to sort things out. <laughs> excellent, excellent, cool stuff. You know, I, I was preparing for this episode and I realized I got it a new reinvigoration for Georgia state sports right now. Like I, I guess getting closer to football season or just a yeah. couple months away now, well, uh, the, the, news... The, the news is coming out more and more like, like just in general, like football culture is like, feels like it's uh waking back up. Yeah. The silly off season crap is actually turning into legit conversation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> legit preseason rankings and predictions and all that. Yeah, we, we can stop talking about big game boomer for a little while now. Oh God. I saw that he's looking for a podcast partner and he says, uh, only serious inquiries looking to do four or five episodes a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, look, I'm serious. All right. You take a couple, I'll take a couple. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so one thing that's kind of cool, I didn't realize it until I was looking, uh, putting stuff together today. Uh, but yeah, so the new schools join effective this Friday. Nothing really matters too much. We've all we all know they're coming in, and there's no sports to speak of until August. Uh, but um, yeah, it becomes official on Friday. Are we gonna have a parade? Sure. Are we gonna yeah. do like poppers? Like what are we in? What are we doing? What? What's? The... I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, as much as the crap as I talked about the, the other teams joining in the conference in general, I am excited about having the teams join just for no other reason than it's something new for the conference. It's something new for Georgia State to experience. New teams oh, yeah. to play on, on the regular and not playing the teams out west as often. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm Again, Friday morning we wake up and there are members. Is it Friday morning? Saturday morning, whatever it is, the first July first, whatever day that is, Friday. we wake up and they're and they are members. I'll and I and I'll go to some belts website to see how they've changed it to add the new members because right now they're not on there. Well, they won't have changed it. You know that. That's true. <laughs> you know as well as I do. I ain't shit getting I, updated. <laughs> see, I there are things I know, and so I, I seek them out so I can complain about them. Yeah, yeah. No, I I know. I know how it goes. I'm a proactive Karen. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so speaking of, uh, you know, football not being away, not far off and everything there, coach Elliott was interviewed, uh, by a, a South Carolina guy, Phil what? Cornblood. Yeah. Did you get a chance to take a look at the interview at all? Or listen to it or read the a transcript? No, I, I didn't know. I, you know, you sent me the agenda for this and I, I didn't know what that was. Was that posted somewhere that I should have known? Well, I mean, it was on Panther talk. That's where I came uh, across it. Man, but, I need uh, to do a better job. 
You probably should. You really should. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about. I mean, it's just an interview with the coach. You're hearing a lot of coach speak, but there was a couple of things uh, that came out, kind of came out of it that I thought were interesting, at least. One I think that you'll really appreciate is uh, Coach Elliott was asked about the transfer portal, and he was pretty much kids should be able to go wherever they want, whenever they want, no restrictions, and he will not hold anyone back. He'll <laughs> make sure to guide them, let them know maybe this is a wrong idea. You know, sure. Like to keep yeah, you yeah. around or something like that. That's, what that's his to. job as, as, as a coach, he, as a, a mentor to these you know, young right, men. Right, right. So. He didn't say that, but that's kind of the way I took it. But he said that he's don't not one to Don't go to Georgia anyone. Southern, whatever you do. Just Apparently, don't do it. He did not, he did not have that conversation with uh, Sam Pickney, who ended up going to Coastal. <laughs> Well, like you know, I don't know anything about Coastal as a as a institution. You know, I mean, I know they got stupid looking fields, but you know, TDS I know about. And, yeah. uh, You know, I would I would say as a coach, you should you should discourage that transfer. Like well, just in general. Well, the way it was phrased was because they they kind of were referencing Pickney without using him by name. Was do you think that uh, coaches or the portal or something should have a uh, a mechanism to not allow kids to go? within the same conference or to other schools, which I know there was talk about that, like before in the SEC, you could never transfer to another SEC school or something. Not at Georgia. And uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he kind of shut it down. He's like, no, he doesn't want to stay in the way from in the way of someone's education or their potential to play. And with Pinckney, you know, with uh, that quarterback coming back, it makes sense to have someone to throw to him because he want Pinckney wants, you know, he wants to play on Sundays. So you definitely want to have a quarterback that's going to be thrown to you to give you some tape yeah. for the but NFL it, guys. So. And for him, he's from there. I mean, he's like literally from that town. Um, so no, it makes. No. Uh, oh yeah, well yes, yeah. Was well, is he from? Is he from Conway? He's from South Carolina, but he's not from Conway. I think he's from right around there. I think they're they're local to Coastal Carolina, I believe. Darren Granger is from Conway. Uh, maybe I'm mixing people up. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, well, everywhere in, South, everywhere in South Carolina is local to everywhere because it's just it's a tiny not a state. big state. It's not a yeah. big state, but it does feel like it takes a long time to drive through it. <laughs> That's true. That's because it's it's weird. It's like um, it's like it was touched by death or something. It's it's like like everything there. Like as you go through, like all the wildlife and stuff, it just all seems like it's rotting or decaying. You know, it's like it's real weird. It's like the the uh, upside down or something. Yeah, both South Carolina, the Carolinas, North included. I feel like when I've driven through there, it's just not. I can't wait to get out. Well, North Carolina, I mean, you got like Asheville and stuff. Yeah, but Asheville's cool. That's way far away from eighty-five. That's true. Yeah, so you're talking about eighty-five. I got you. Well, yeah, yeah, I eighty-five. That's that's the way I drive through most of the time. So yeah. uh, let's see what else. Did, what else did he say in there? Um, uh, the question was about the, the tough non-conference schedule. Talk about us playing and uh, you know two SEC teams to start the season off and. He kind of went back to last year and was talking about how he really feels like having that tough uh, start is what gave them the ability to finish so strongly at the end of the season. It prepared them, let them show, you know, face adversity and all that kind of stuff. And again, a lot of coach speak, but uh, he said he felt like they were positioned to win the conference and just came up a couple of games short. Yeah, you, you lost to uh, the two teams that played in the, the conference championship. You're not going to make it that way. Yeah. So. Uh, so we got some comments. Uh, back back to pick me a little bit here. Uh, I can't find my cursor. Uh, I totally understand. This is from Cynical Peach. Totally understand Pickney leaving. Bummed about him going to Coastal, but we need better quarterback play for quality receivers to come to GSU. Yeah, for sure. Ain't wrong. You're not wrong at all. Granger, while he got better as the season progressed and looked great in the um, the bowl game, you know, again, Pickney's looking for someone that can make him look good for the NFL guys. So, you know, you have a potentially NFL caliber quarterback at Coastal. That's where you want to go. Have the guy throw it. And like you said, Ryan, it's from home. 
uh, see, uh, Coach Elliott was asked about the new schools joining, and he said he's not looked at them. He, like, he, he knows of them. He, like, he knows the history of Marshall, Southern Miss, and you know, everything, but he's, he's not looked at them. He won't look at those schools at all until it gets closer to game time for him. And we do face all four of them. I, I thought it was kind of interesting that he would be like, no, I, I don't know what they look like on paper. I haven't looked at them at all. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to you have to figure in that um, like coaches aren't necessarily fans, and so we're like into the nitty gritty and um, like some of the not nitty gritty, some of the drama around it, right? And so like it's interesting to us, but like you know, he's he's more in, invested in like what's game one look like. Well, I feel like coaches are you know they're like the, the ultimate fan of the sport, and you know what do you do when you when you go home after your game? When you, I, I don't do you not watch other games? Maybe, I guess maybe not. You know, all games yeah, all at the same time. Yeah, he's got enough football in his life. He doesn't need it. He doesn't even need even more. You know. Right, right, right. He yeah. did give credit to the Sun Belt, saying it is one of, if not the premier league in the G five, with the new guys coming in. Um, a solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how would he oh, know he, that if he didn't yeah. know shit about the? <laughs> That's teams. actually what my notes is like. I uh, what did I say? Can't tell you what they bring right now because he's not looked at the team. But looked at the team. But yeah, he still <laughs> says that. Uh, he he gave a lot of praise to Casey Adams coming in. You know, he enrolled early and uh, he said rushed 300 yards against their defense in the spring practices. So um, he said that he, he was on pins and needles waiting to find out if someone else was going to steal KZ away from us. But he was very excited to get him in. So I don't know if that means we'll see KZ playing this season or not, but just keeps me excited to see him on the field when he Yeah, he I like him mentioning, mentioning in interviews and stuff. I mean, that's a, that's a good sign. That's positive. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see, though, man. I mean, I just... I, you know, I've been burnt. We, we've all been burned by this off season optimism, whatever, like so many times that it's just like, man, you know, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to wait he, and see. He had a lot of positive things to say about Granger as well. And I'm like, I remember him saying pretty much the exact same stuff about quad last year and us buying into the whole thing. And so yep. I'm like, all right, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, one inter- interesting thing you said, which is actually kind of interesting because I just saw before we came on here that. Coastal has approved phase one of their indoor practice facility. They're going into the design phase now instead of doing that. And I say that because he was questioned about facilities and his response was, we have everything we need, which is great for a coach to think that, but you know, so many, I remember like the Mark Richt era, he complained. He was very vocal about Georgia not having an indoor practice facility and why they could not take that next level or, how the other teams had a competitive edge because they could practice indoors. It was just kind of not that I expect Coach Elliott to throw us under the bus or anything or throw the uh, administration under the bus, but are our facilities like you know you know are we showing that we're do we do we have everything we need? I think I think we've so in the in the past what like five years even we have upgraded our facilities quite a bit with like relocating athletics down at the stadium and and all of all the um work that went into that i mean you've been to those meeting rooms right i mean you've been to, mm-hmm. through all those offices and the weight room and all that stuff and it is really sweet i mean they've they've put a lot of work into into the stadium um to to make it the better a better facility in the league so you know i don't i don't think we've like stopped uh and i don't necessarily think we need an indoor practice facility either um it's just not that big a deal in the south you know i mean it gets hot but so it gets hot on game day too so yeah yeah that's true you know you got to be able to practice through the elements i guess raining really is the bigger issue about being able to actually conduct a practice when it's super raining but that doesn't happen i mean i mean I, do I you think do you think tds with their uh, indoor facility do you think that they uh they can uh play in the rain it just depends on whether or not they've parked their rv under it or not 
So, that's true. I mean, if it's a lightning storm, I mean, they're probably not considered outdoors. So <laughs> most I mean, likely not. Well, that and their little metal factory, little metal uh, building construction they have there. I don't know if you want it's to be under that dangerous. thing. Exactly. <laughs> I, think so, I, but, I think I think if lightning struck it, it would catch on fire. It's that flimsy. <laughs> we just go go straight through it. Like there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so some, uh, news came out after we recorded last week that, uh, Auburn, we scheduled basketball scheduled a, a two for one, nice. uh, with Auburn. So we're going to play there this year and then here next year and then back there in, uh, 2024. So I think it's great. I mean, getting Auburn to come to, I, I, I'm totally fine with a two for one. That's especially with a team like Auburn. They're so close. That's an easy no, I, road trip. I, I like two for ones for football too. I think I think we should do that more often. I know you 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 can't balance your schedule very well with things like that, but like um, to take in all the receipts for a big big name coming to town. I mean that's uh, that's awesome. So good good kudos to the who I mean Lanier does that right or uh, Jonas? <laughs> Coach Hayes, yeah, yeah. Coach Hayes is, uh, handles that kind of scheduling. So yeah, it's good. Hopefully we see more like that. We don't know what the full schedule is going to be. But, you know, having um, Tech this year, Auburn next year, getting to go to an away game. The, the game at Auburn this year is on a Friday. So that kind of stinks as far as being able to make it a road trip. You can definitely go after work and come back. But it's kind of – I would have loved a Saturday game at Auburn. Yeah. I'm going for the – Yeah, Auburn's not the, that far away, so. I'm looking at it from the fan perspective. Because I went down to Auburn a couple of years ago for a game. We played down there with Coach Hunter and coach Georgia state had gotten a bus and they took us down there. So there and back wasn't bad when someone else was driving, but on a, on a weeknight, but I would, have, I would have liked it had been like a Saturday afternoon game. It'd been a lot of fun to go down for. Yeah. So, for uh, sure. let's see what, what else we got. What else we got? Uh, speak, we talked about predictions. I mentioned predictions earlier on Athlon sports did their 2022 predictions for the Sun Belt and Georgia state. They're picking to be third in the, in the East, which I think is pretty fair. What what do they got us for the East? Third, behind, third uh, behind Appy and Coastal. I think everyone just at this point. I'm kind of getting over the fact that everyone's giving Coastal the benefit of the doubt of being a good team. They've had a couple of good seasons. It doesn't mean that it's going to continue. But... They look at the win loss. We we know that we're above them right now. I mean, I mean, I think I think we proved that. Uh, we played, we beat them. Yeah, yeah, beat them well. <laughs> Um, and, and, and they didn't, and, and we, and we watched them last season, you know, win against a bunch of teams that had losing records. So, I, I mean, I think, I think we know what it is cause we're like in it, but people look at the win loss record, put them above us. I think, I think we're a solid two. Yeah. My, my frustration has come from, they had a couple of good seasons and then others like annoyed it as being the, one of the elite programs of the G five. And I'm like, you had two good seasons. Congrats. It's good. It's a good on paper records, but yeah. you know, it's just that that recent memory bias type thing, you know. They're well, just and again, not that, that great. season is just not that good. So no, you know, it's not. Like it's I said, not. solid two. I could never put us in front of Appy at this point because uh, we cannot beat them. So, but until, but yeah, uh, we're number two until we've beaten them or something dramatically happens to them in the off season. Yeah, there's no reason to, to predict us to be any better than two or three. Mm-hmm. I did I did like it though because you know Marshall's coming in and they're they're you know beating their chest and a lot of people think that Marshall's going to come and have a chance to win the conference and they got their fourth. So the, the four teams Appy, coastal Georgia state Marshall, that's Athlon even said on our podcast later on that those are the four teams. They could see any one of the four winning the East. So, nice. But, that's that's that man. You know what? We're in pretty decent company. So I like it. I, I'm I like not it. mad at that. 
I did like that they put uh, JMU, the FCS call up ahead of the trash down south. TDS coming in dead last in the east. <laughs> <laughs> Are they dead dead last though in, in the east and west or or uh, no they they ranked it just by east and west. So it was I don't all know. split up. Okay, well we. Can I mean, it, as much as much as much as I don't like, uh, I, I think is Monroe is horrible. Monroe is probably rightfully last place in yeah, all of Sun Belt. Let's just go ahead and give it to TDS for fun. You, you've convinced me. TDS worst team in all of Sun Belt. I've been all of football and actually all of football. So. Uh. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else we got here. Yeah, the, like I said, there was a, an Athlon podcast talking about it. They are predicting Appy and uh, Lafayette again in the championship. They're going to pick um, Appy to um, to win it all this year. So Appy sold uh, 10,000 season tickets. They've already sold 10,000 se- season tickets, the most they've ever sold in school history. That's, I mean, that that's got to be. I, I, I mean, what what do other teams in the Sun Belt get? Because I know we don't touch that, right? I mean, oh no, I know some discussion had us at like a tenth of that, you know. I mean, right. at, at best. And so, like, what what other programs are selling ten thousand season tickets? I don't know. Yeah. I heard that. Uh, I don't know what the number was, but some Marshall fans were saying that their their ticket sales have uh, been the highest they've had, or they're they're going faster than they have in the past, just because of joining the new conference. And they've got. Um, some good home games, a good home schedule. I think they they're looking forward to this year, but right. yeah, 10,000, I think probably leading all of the Sun Belt. I have no idea, but maybe all I of would, G5. I mean, that's man, a I big would, number. Uh, yeah. Well, no, probably not all G5. I'm sure UCF is probably, I don't know. Cause it, cause it's so weird with, with college football because so many of it is just your students that come to games. And if you actually have student turnout to a game, then it <laughs> d- doesn't matter. I, would, how many I wouldn't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> our student section is anemic. It, I don't know what we can do to, other than winning, but even then, you know, gotta I, figure man, out. There's gotta be something to do. I, I think I've told you, like my little brother in class, like teachers will even like crack jokes on Georgia State, and like nobody wants to go because it's it's like the students just like have this culture of that the culture isn't to go to the game; it's to like make fun of the team, even though we're, you know, eight and five last season. That's the problem is there's this disconnect for whatever reason, athletics, academics just don't see eye to eye. And I mean, I, I blame that squarely on athletics because athletics needs um, academics more than academics needs athletics. So oh, yeah, uh, for sure. there, there should definitely be a reach. And I, and I do know they have like, you know, the college Robinson college of business will have a suite. You know, they, they have different uh, colleges that get different suites for different games to bring people out for their alumni and everything. But I really feel like there should be some kind of outreach program to kind of get these, um, these teachers, these professors on board and be like, you know, Hey, I, I get it. You guys went to, you know, UGA or you went to, you know, some school that had a huge turnout of fans and you don't see that at Georgia, Georgia state, but come on, don't, don't make fun of the guy. I think the school is paying your paycheck right now. Yeah. No, I, as, that's what doesn't make sense to me is like the, I don't know. It's just such a bad attitude, and I I don't know how to fix it. And I I do know that like athletic, it's on athletics to fix it, but I don't know what they should do. Got it. They there there should be a focus effort on making Georgia State sports cool on campus. I don't know what the, I don't know what that is. That, that that's not what we're paid to do, but somebody is. Someone's paid Maybe to figure out ten pounds out. You know, just high five some <laughs> high five some kids. <laughs> That's all it takes. Just put pounds out there. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Come on, man. Kids like yeah. animals. <laughs> <laughs> We're not running a petting zoo here. <laughs> what am I even talking about? I'm drunk. I have no I don't idea. Know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh let's see uh so uh the acc announced today that they're doing uh, a new scheduling format starting in 2023 so not this season but the following season and it's going to go for four years and that's going to be because they have 14 teams just like sunbelt will have What's 14 teams what is the format called uh, and tell I mean, me why it's called that they're, they're calling it a, a 355 or scheduling. can you explain that to me Okay, so you have three teams. Every school has three teams they play every single year. Yeah, got that. I got the three. Okay, and so then that leaves 10 teams left in the conference. So you play five of them one year, and then you play another five of them the following year. Ah, uh, okay. I was thinking of it in terms of a single year, and so you have like your three, so your three, and then ha- uh the number that you're playing of out of conference and then the number that you're playing outside your three in conference. No, you play I was eight con- a single year when I was making my comments on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. You play eight conference games. So three, five, and then, but I did look at their schedule and it's not necessarily you play, you know, five, the same five teams you play in 2023 that you'll play those exact same five teams in 2024, just, you know, flipping, home and away there was a little bit of a mix in it but sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. with with doing this you do end up playing every single team in the conference uh twice in four years right which is something we've we've talked about where like some of those teams on the west like we're gonna play them this year and then we're not gonna play them again for like a decade uh, right seven I mean, years something like yeah. that that's the way the math works out it's gonna be yeah. crazy and and that's not that's not that's not super cool yeah it's not super cool but at the same time i um I really don't care about the teams. I don't, again, I don't really care a lot about the teams in the Sun Belt, but I, I specifically don't care about the teams out West because, you know, I don't, I don't know them as much as I don't know the teams in the East and traveling is a lot easier to the East, even though we're kind of like in a screwy position for the East division. Um, but yeah, I think it's an interesting concept. And I think that if, if maybe Lafayette was one of our three protected teams, then that would be the only way I'd be interested into it because I, I do like, I have grown to actually like the rivalry or the, the rivalry of, yeah. of, of, of Lafayette. And it's a cynical pinch mentioned in this, um, in the chat there, I didn't uh, pull it up, but we are Oh, and 11 against Lafayette and, uh, Appy. Uh, those are those two teams and, and the trash down South would be the three that I'd want us to play as our three, uh, protected games every season. I don't think we'd get Appy. I think they would definitely give us TDS, but I couldn't imagine Appy being one of ours. I don't even know if they'd give us Lafayette, but I, I know they'd give us TDS. Yeah, you'd have to do that. I mean, and, and I'm sure that Lafayette and Monroe would get, you know, every single season, they'd be the same. And Troy and South Alabama would be in there. You'd, you'd do those in-state rivalries would always be a particular game. I don't know what el- who else you would do. And even looking at what happened with the ACC, a lot of the teams are not happy with the teams they got paired with. I think that Tech got Clemson and uh, Louisville and – I forget who the other team was wake forest. And so like the guys are like, yeah, Clemson, we like that. We like playing them every single year, but we'd have no connection with Louisville or wake forest to be a particular game that they're going to play every single season. Well, it's, it's uh, two of the teams that, you know, aren't necessarily as good. Louisville is pretty good. Wake forest. Yeah, not so much. Wake forest. Not so much, uh, but yeah, I feel like drawing Clemson and of course, Clemson, you know, probably the closest ACC school to tech. Uh, yeah. That kind of makes it makes a lot of sense, but man, for sure, <laughs> you get that ass whooping every single season. Well, but it also gives you the strength of schedule if you win it to to do yeah. better, right? So, I would I would like them on our schedule every single year. Uh, you know, 
That's good. No, That's I good would thing. definitely want to. I would definitely want to pick the better teams in the in the conference to be on yeah. our ro- rotating or our, our protected three. Yeah, um, I just don't see the. I think the reason why the, the the teams that joined the East joined was because they wanted to have a you know a closer travel schedule. They didn't want to be traveling mm-hmm. out to San Marcos. Yeah, uh, you know, every couple of years, uh, they they want they want that to be a once every seven year type thing. So I don't see it being something that Sun Belt would adopt at all. But it's a cool way of handling the schedule because there's no divisions. They have, there's no divisions at all. Well, it's just NCAA it's just top... got rid of the requirement, right? For right. Um, for conference champions. Right. So it's just the top two teams by conference win percentage that right. um, they go. So which is cool. That's good. Yeah, I think it's yep. a good way to do it. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. So they're going to do it for four years. I guess it's a little experiment to see how it works. And uh, it'd be interesting to see if the Sunbelt fans like it or wanted to do something with it. But I just, I can't imagine it being something that we would explore at this point. I guess if we grew even more, what, what how many teams are we going to have? Do you know? 14. Oh, 14. we're going to have 14. We're going to be right there. So yeah. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And people have talked about whether or not uh, they should go to 16. And I feel like that, before Sunbelt ever goes to 16 teams, the East will break away and to make its own conference. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see that happening, but I don't, I don't think it's as probable as just sticking to 16. If you had 16. Well, no, people talk about like, you know, I guess pie in the sky is getting like UCF and USF to, to join uh, sure. the Sunbelt. I'm like, all right, well, if you have, if, if those two teams are willing to leave the American, then why would they want to go to, you know, the, the, backwoods of louisiana or you know arkansas or san marcos every year it when you have an option where you make, we can have an entire east coast conference right with with the east division of the sun belt so i feel like if those are the two teams that are being targeted and and they're not being i'm just saying with the hypothetical that's being talked about on on the message boards and twitter and all that kind of stuff social media if those are the two teams you're targeting then i would have to imagine the east division would just target them to become their own one 10 team conference. What are the qualifications to become a conference? Do you know? Uh, I don't know all the specifics, but I do know that I, I do believe that uh, if uh, FBS programs start a conference, then it's an FBS conference. Oh, so like you could I, just, you could just like as, as a group, you could always just break off. And I be think like, the We're thing if you now, I think you have to worry about it. Uh, I don't know how much it, wor- it matters for football because kind of football is kind of run by its own thing. It's kind of outside the NCAA would be your other Olympic sports and any kind of auto bids. Like if they try to start their own conference, would basketball lose with the basketball champion lose an auto bid to the NCAA tournament? Stuff like that would that would have to be worried about. But I can't imagine that being a huge deal breaker or right. something like that. So. Yeah. Uh, speaking of weird, random message board stuff, uh, this was an article that someone posted, and it's obviously never going to happen, but it's one of those kind of fun things to talk about. I love it. You commented on it. Uh, I posted on on Twitter. Uh, somebody came out with their own version. Of, oh, look, here we go. Tim can join the conversation as well. Oh, what hooray. What are you talking about? Georgia State? Uh, perfect timing. So, hey, Tim, you sound great. Do you have your mic? Or is this your... your... Matt. Man, man, they sound great. Really? Yeah. All right, half broken there, headphones. Only yeah. one of them works, so maybe that's the key. <laughs> maybe so. So can you only hear one of us speaking at a time? Why, then wait, yeah. why do you have it in? <laughs> uh, just because it, it doesn't see. even have the mic on it. <laughs> That'd be weird. I don't know. All right, I'm just messing with you. Calm no, down. I, I, Calm I, I got. I got to do this. I got to go back. But wait, I do wait, have wait. this. Maybe What's that? Else. 
that hotel shampoo malco, malco pinot noir Ooh. Ooh. Oh, there you go Slim pickings downstairs in the hotel mini fridge thing. Uh, You paid a lot of money for that. That that costs more than everything we're drinking tonight. It was probably seven or ten dollars for this little thing. That's like a a thirty pack, right, Ryan? For a PBR? I can't. I can't advertise. (laughs) So I'll put my hand over the cup. (laughs) Anyhow, so what we're going to talk about was there was an article came out today. Chad Winthrow from Outkick, and uh, he his basically position was. You know, the whole college football playoff is all a scam because we know which teams are going to be in there every single year. It's going to be, you know, any one of six teams, including Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. And so his idea was uh, to partner every P5 program with a G5 program or sorry, conference, P5 uh, conference, the G5 conference, and then do that whole promotion relegation concept of the the European League. So the Sunbelt, he wanted to pair the SEC and the Sunbelt together. And so his idea would be that the last two place teams in the SEC or the, the, the P5 conference would drop down to the G5, in this case, the Sun Belt. And then it would not be as simple as like taking the, the, the top two teams from the, the G5 and promoting them. You, The conference champion, so in this case would have been Lafayette, would, get, would have made it into the SEC this year on promotion. But then number two and number three teams – Appy State Play. and Georgia State would have played a play-in game to make it into the SEC. Awesome. So we could have had a oh, game. Awesome. Oh, man, it. that's cool. <laughs> All over it. Man, I've, I've, I've been a public advocate for relegation for a long time now. I, I think that it, 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 like, basically, right now, the way that it's set up, the G5 programs just have absolutely no way. I mean, they could play all 12 of their games win every single one of them. And there's no way they're going to the championship. It doesn't matter. Like you cannot have well, a strength of schedule. That's good enough. Well, ever. Cincinnati would like to have a conversation with you. Cause yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be rare though. You got to right? have the perfect year, the perfect screw ups of the P five. Right. To even yeah. There were a lot of losses that led to Cincinnati getting in there. Right. 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 Um, and so, and so to have God like had a, a it, by the way, what god had a hand in it god had a hand Notre Dame lost so god had some kind of he was he was busy that day <laughs> I, I think to have a clear path for any program in fbs to like m- go to the championship which would be like you know win in your lower tier um fbs conference and then get get promoted into your upper tier or whatever you know however you, we want to call it and and then and then you can still win there and and grow your program. I just think that it it'd be good for the sport all around. I don't know why we don't do it. I don't know why people don't think it's a good idea. Let's do it. Well, it's because the people that make the decisions don't like it because it costs them. They're the ones that have the most to risk. Like yeah, they don't uh, want they don't want uh, more, have that, more people right? being good at the sport. Right? They they well, want it to be like a small club. Exactly. Yeah, the fewer teams to spread the money around. He makes a good point, though. So he talks about, so, you know, uh, Lafayette, and we're just going to assume that Georgia State would have won that play-in game, right? Oh, absolutely. The SEC. We would, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that would be our first win against Appy State ever would be to make say, it into the SEC. never happy before, but we'd win that one for sure. <laughs> when it matters, we win. So, mm-hmm. so Lafayette and Georgia State are playing in the SEC uh, for one season, uh, at least one season. That would have had that would have had Vanderbilt and Florida dropping down into the Sun Belt <laughs> for a season. So, so he made a good point. Like most likely, if this were to happen, and it, and it will never happen, but most likely, if it were to happen, 
then your Sunbelt teams that get promoted most likely are still going to be the last place teams in the, the P5, the, the Sunbelt, the Maybe. SEC. Maybe. Most most likely, most likely. You're probably going to have a one-and-done year. You'll be the ones that get relegated back down to your <laughs> previous conference. That being said, Vanderbilt does not automatically – yeah. They're not automatically winning the Sun Belt. They would be like year. third, fourth, or fifth in the Sun Belt, <laughs> right? So th- this, or worse. You know, I've I, I've thought about all these different things about all these different possibilities of how to handle conference stuff, and it's always come down to man, teams like Vanderbilt really get the big win in this. So they're hitting the lottery because all these deals that Georgia, Alabama, and Auburn are making that are bringing in Texas and Oklahoma and this kind of stuff. Vanderbilt just sitting back collecting a paycheck, so. You know, you don't really kick teams out of a conference, but if you found a way that you could get rid of your dead weight, then this this would be a format that would actually handle it. Uh, so it'd be kind of funny if all of a sudden Vanderbilt ends up being a six year member of the Sun Belt. <laughs> well, they, so, couldn't, they couldn't win it. They can't get out. So, They're so I don't, I, I don't, I don't like the assumption that your Sun Belt uh, promotion would automatically, or not automatically, would would most likely be the person who draw, would be a one and done because recruiting changes completely, right? App, Appy now is out there in, in Georgia State is out there recruiting, saying, "Look, we want to, we want to beat the SEC." That's what we want to right. do. That's the goal. Of course. I think I think it's just it, the assumption would be that it'd be just like an FCS move up. It's highly unlikely that you do very, very well your very first season. Right. Now, over the, if this were to be implemented after 10, 15, 20 years, yeah, maybe you find a All team that from the, from, the, from the Sun Belt starts making it up and kind of gets their foothold. And maybe maybe they're only winning three SEC games a year, but that's more than the one or two that somebody else is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's and then he had his all matchups. So we're talking about Sun Belt because that's the conference we're in with the SEC, but sure. the ACC and the American were the pairings: Big Ten and MAC, Big Twelve Conference USA, Pac twelve, Mountain West. Uh, it'd be kind of interesting to kind of follow all along with these different conferences and seeing how teams were moving up and moving down and and everything. I mean, ACC and American, the ACC might have a bunch of ACC teams that get relegated and don't get back in. <laughs> like, you have the American teams just constantly moving up. This is, this is Memphis's way to say, screw you to the other teams that left yeah. to go to the big uh, uh, Big 12. Like, nope, we're, we're ACC now because Memphis would probably be one of the teams that would, after the departures, would definitely be the, the biggest contender to win that conference. Would you yeah, be I open think, to like a two week con- or two 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 year stint? So like they do it every two years, you get relegated or move up. Not every year. So there's not so much movement every. I think if this was seven. realistically happening, that's not a bad argument. Simply because yeah. conferences schedules for, for for football are made so far in advance that you wouldn't want to mess with that kind of stuff. But I like the the one year, you know. Because I mean, a lot of with college football, it's, sometimes it's, you have one good year. You have right. one, like, you know, like, like like we've claimed with Coastal, they've had a couple of good years, you know. No, sometimes one. It's just, sometimes it's just good. Sometimes you have a one good year. Mm-hmm. That's good enough for you. Like, well, like, like, look at Georgia State. So we had an eight and five season, throw in that one extra giving us Appy. You know, it's our first mm-hmm. nine win season and it put us in the SEC. <laughs> now, if that if that would have happened in a different year, then we wouldn't have that opportunity. <laughs> right. I, I, I still also like relegation in general would help. Um, so the upper tier uh, conference there would be able to trim the fat and increase their strength of schedule every single year and have like really strong schedules and really strong like the games would be better. And then the lower tier would always be looking for those competitive advantages to make themselves better. And I know we are now, but like you'd have so much more to play for. 
so much more. I mean, because there'd be like massive amounts of money coming. The money in you if, get. If you well, that, the that's the thing. question. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Money's yeah. So where do the where do those uh that the TV money paychecks go? Does when when Vandy goes gets relegated to the, the Sun Belt, do they lose that SEC money check every single year? Yeah, yeah no, I th- I think you this, would. This, 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 the, get the upper tier would definitely get paid more, but you'd also have these like bursts of cash infusions for enhancements for the programs that are in the G five program and or conference literally like almost always you know like if, even if they were falling back down they'd like get this fat paycheck and be able to like in, improve all their facilities and do all kinds of cool work you know yeah we yeah, build our got, baseball stadium at- right <laughs> we build our baseball stadium or softball stadium we'd finish the football stadium we'd pressure wash it maybe i don't know maybe not <laughs> we'd raise the roof of the convocation center Again, we're, you're looking at this from the, you're looking at this from the perspective of the of the G5 program. What about the P5 program that gets relegated? So now Florida and Vanderbilt, whose entire budget is based off of getting that forty million dollar a year money TV money check, now they, now they're getting a Sunbelt what six hundred thousand dollar five hundred thousand dollar check. Yeah, well, they should have done better. They should whatever done it is. Job. David. So you're gonna start bank, bankrupting bankrupting uh, athletic programs. They're still, they're still <laughs> yeah, gonna have all their. You're talking about University of Florida. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> all right, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> they're still gonna have their donors that are gonna fund the programs. I mean, That's they're not gonna too. have all that fat TV revenue, but yeah, you know. We'll still, yeah, we'll yeah, okay. I like the, I like the idea of having like little uh, big brother little brother conferences. I have no problem being the little brother to the the Sun Belt or to the SEC to, to the best conference in college football. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Now, I've got no problem with that at all. Yeah. Now, if yeah. you said Pac-12, you know, um, but uh, and then there, there could be some kind of profit sharing in there. I don't. Yes, it's never going to happen. The, the Georgia, Bama are never going to agree to something like this. Um, it it doesn't help them at all. You know, but. It would be, it'd be, it'd be good. It'd be they don't good have to play sport. Vandy. They don't have to like mm. take that that dive on their strength of schedule playing Vandy or, or uh, I don't know who else they play, but Auburn. All the all the other SEC schools, <laughs> <laughs> right? You grew up being a Georgia fan. I think you know who's in the SEC. <laughs> I said Auburn. You know, I was I looking mean, for we, Alabama's. Would, you know, Tennessee. There's another Tennessee, there's, there's there's another Tennessee yeah. team there too. <laughs> it'd be exciting. I don't know. It'd be it would like re-energize blandness of the cfp that's true the well the, there's so much excitement that goes around relegation and promotion overseas i think that that would really be another whole thing i mean espn could cash in on that they, they'd have entire shows about relegation the entire reach, 30 for 30s like, about teams that went down and, or group, how teams yeah. got promoted up yeah yeah who's on the who's on the cusp of relegation who's on the cusp of moving up like right that'd be amazing to watch and, and it's something else to play for like late in the season if you're like cuz the bowl games to me are like you know like mo- most team more teams go to bowl games than don't at this point so what if your is, bowl game what, what if we get rid of our bowl games and that becomes those the relegation games? games the relegation play-in? like buy in or buy yeah like yeah, yeah. that'd be good so yeah or, so conference, or, or, conference champion too, camp, the, conference the, Sorry, the SEC would have like a, you know, who's gonna fall game, right? Because like they're tied for last or something, and they're they're like, well, we got to play another game to see who loses, and whoever loses goes oh, down no, they, the sun belt. Well, they'd have their they have their tiebreakers for who's last. No, no, no. Let's play for it. <laughs> let's play for it. Let's play more football. Get, get the, the, that would actually be kind of funny. The, the two worst teams in a conference, like they're put them together. Like, all right, this is the pillow fight. 
you know, one of one of you will yeah, survive. That's yeah. right. It'd be like a bloodbath. SEC teams play, and the two uh, what second the the second and third as a Sun Belt teams play. Yeah. To to see who goes. That yeah. SEC game though would be a bloodbath. I mean, both teams would be throwing everything they could at. You would get coaches losing. fired. That game alone would get coaches fired. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. That's an exciting topic. Thanks, David. I'm glad yeah. you came in right. At that point, you Sorry, literally came in right. One more right. idea for a game that could happen in relegation, though, was you know your best Sun Belt team plays your worst SEC team, and that's how you decide whether or not the relegation even happens. Ooh, right? Like it, it might not happen, like but that. you got a game. Oh, to, that, so to, to now, now you're forcing you're forcing Sun Belt teams to all cheer for uh, the Sun Belt team to make it in. Like they, what? Why we, would I cheer for that? I don't give a shit. Well, if you're it's if you're on me. the cusp, if you're on the cusp, uh. Uh, I guess that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not cheering for it. I don't want. Any, I don't. Cool. I kind of like that. Yeah, it'd be cool because maybe it doesn't shift one year, but like Vandy has to play Appy, you know. And like if Appy wins, they get to they take they take Vandy's place. That'd be cool. But if they don't, then you know nothing changes. How do we propose this to college football gods that write a letter? Man. Write a letter. Well, first of all, go find Chad Winthrow from Outkick and like his post. Okay. It, it was it was his idea. All right. You guys got anything else? Relegation was great, man. That was a good, good topic. For someone who hates realignment, you sure do like talking about something that will never happen. It's different. (laughs) This is like moving down (laughs) up. That's all. Ryan loves this. I like. He doesn't like realignment. No, let's move. Um, You go there. You go there. You go here. You go here. You go there. Ryan doesn't care about that. (laughs) I, you know, I like realignment though. Uh, I don't like scheduling. Mm. I love scheduling. Yeah, even wait. though I have talked the about the how many times? Uh, there's one more thing I had. What do you got? Did he freeze? Oh, he froze. Oh, dang. Tim, it's you and me again. What are we going to do? Well, you We're so bad me, at this. What did we talk about earlier? Is there anything of importance? No, like, probably not. No? Yeah. I like that we're 60-something in FBS ratings, I guess, from that tweet. That he sent to us, right? Who, what, what, what tweet? He, he didn't talk about that. Uh, no, I don't. Sixty something. What do you mean? Yeah, there was some tweet rating all the teams, and we're rated like sixtieth, sixty fourth. Rated based on like what quality of the team? Uh, for this season, they talked about us and how we did previously last year. Yeah. CF CFB twenty one said we're number sixty two of hundred. Well, I mean, that's a lot lower teams. than we typically have been, right? We've been in the hundreds for years forever <laughs> yeah, exactly. when we when we like went down below 120 that was an accomplishment man. yeah exactly we oh, oh crap. he's, he's gone, gone, gone. gone. <laughs> that's all right we'll we'll keep going for a little while. i don't even we can't even stop this thing from going lot from being live i don't think no there's no ending the show it's never <laughs> gonna happen if we both leave the whole thing's gonna keep going oh lord he did just all say right. well this sucks he said that yeah he just texted us oh that's all anyway, right. so CFP 21 uh, did CFB previews. This is day 70. We are number 62. And they gave us props at, you know, our one in four start from last year and how we won like seven of our last eight. And, you know, they see big things from Granger. Good for them. I hope he takes that big step up that I apparently said is going to happen. I don't remember it, but David said I said it in a tweet so take credit man take credit i'll take the cred hey if it happens take all the cred yeah <laughs> no i'll take 60s man i mean I, I think that's that's um 
that's like I said, way better than we've been. Uh, we we just we we just got to keep on moving. Do we move up from there or down from there? I feel like down is the right answer, right? Down, because we want to move up. No, one. no, but but the numbers are going down. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I don't know how to say that. I'm not really Sports sure. Sports are weird, man. Sports are weird. David you, says Nicole Peach is in the comments talking about Trenton Flowers, a five star visiting Georgia State. Do you know who that is? Is uh, that basketball I, or football? I do not. I know we had some um high high uh high impact uh basketball. basketball folks visiting. Um and that is like truly exciting. Um we, we had I think we talked about it a little last week where um the program seems to be attracting more talent. I don't know how many five stars we've ever had visit um, and that it's, it's pretty exciting to see uh, the interest in the program from, from these top talent folks. So it seems like um, coach Hayes has the program at least looking in the right direction. I don't know if it's moving there yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely got a lot of groundswell, a lot of good recruits, a lot of, I mean, obviously the transfer rule being changed and different is awesome. For the for for him recruiting people pulling people from Xavier, yep, it's not Xavier, it's Xavier. Xavier, now, yeah. I mean, now well, that David's, David's not here, so we can get it right. So I mean, I'm I'm all about what he's been able to do so far. Um, you know, I think this year's going to be difficult for Coach Hayes. I think it's not going to be an easy reload repeat. I think this year could be, you know, we could be the surprise of the conference if we make it to the championship and win. I think next year, though, we should be in a good spot. So, I don't I know, man. Um, I think the expectation is win it all. I'll, I, I even for him right now, I know that wouldn't be would not be the surprise. The surprise would be not making it. I don't know. I just I want to give him a year, right? I don't. Yeah. Are don't. we Are we going to give uh who where where was Coach K and where did he just like like Are we going to give that coach uh, a a year? I don't think so. Probably not. Nope. David, you're back. So what did I miss, guys? Dude, we held it together. We oh held my God. together. I cannot believe we held it together. <laughs> we were waiting with bated breath on what you were about to tell us, and then you just Ooh. didn't talk at all. We talked just, basketball. Uh, we got to basketball. Oh, and, and you actually held a conversation on with that? I did. We I did. kept going while he was texting you on another screen. <laughs> now I've got to go back and listen to David. this. I'm gonna listen to this whole thing and find out. Maybe, uh, maybe you guys can handle this without me now. Whoa, hey, whoa, whoa! Don't go crazy. Don't I want to know crazy. what happened at 9/11 with Cynical Peach saying Center Park Stadium needs a serious facelift. You talked about something juicy. Facilities is my jam. So yeah, that's what we were, we were talking about facilities, but we don't need to rehash it, man. You should have just been here. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about we'll talk about last call. Last call. Last all call. right. Okay. Yeah. No. So the one thing I wanted to talk about was uh, it, this is again another little internet silly thing, but there is a. Uh, Twitter account Kelly Ford is doing a Kelly Ford rankings is doing a simulation of, of the season and they've gone through the Sun Belt for the first three weeks and week one they had us beating USC or they have us beating USC in week one uh, falling to UNC and then beating Charlotte so they have us two and one uh, in the first three weeks of uh, of the year I'm oh, sorry not beating Charlotte beating our army two and one two and one yeah we have an army really that, right Yes, they have. So it was beating USC and Army and losing to UNC. Lots of folks have us not winning a single one of those games. That's yeah. Who I don't. Who so do Kelly, you say USC? Because I say South Carolina or Gamecocks. I never say USC. 
Yeah, no, people are weird. USC people say USC, and most people don't. Well, so, yeah, because South Carolina was USC up until Southern Cal. This dead. We're, we're USC now, and all these Gamecock fans are like, um, we've been um, – we know you don't get out east very often, but we've been calling ourselves USC for a long time. And Yeah, but I, I was born in 85, and I only know Southern Cal as USC. Oh, really? I, yeah. I, SoCal. Southern Cal, SoCal. Yeah, USC man, USC That's USC Trojans. Okay, they well, did I, you guys, you guys, you guys probably paid a lot more attention to college football than I did because growing up, you know, my family, we didn't pay attention to that. I didn't become a fan <laughs> until after after college. But I, but I grew up. I grew. I also grew up not not paying attention to USC, but but paying attention to South Carolina vaguely because I was a Georgia fan. Really, really didn't care about you, South Carolina until Spurrier was there, right? I mean, no, no Georgia fan really gave a shit about South Carolina until Spurrier was yeah. there. But I had a roommate of mine who went to Georgia. At the time, I had two roommates of mine that went. Both had graduated from Georgia, and they had were watching football on a Saturday, and they had just lost to South Carolina. And another friend came over, and uh, my, my buddies are all bummed out having lost to South Carolina. And she's like, "What's wrong?" Like, "Well, I lost South Carolina," and she, she just looks and goes. Don't they suck? <laughs> Did not make my Georgia friends feel any better about themselves. <laughs> so, all right, cool. We can head over to last call now. We can we can get, uh, get uh, Tim up to date. So, yes. for anybody that was listening and who zoned out during the episode, and you want to have a rehash, just listen to the last call, and we'll go back over everything else again. Awesome! Woo. I can't wait. <laughs> I'll uh, listen. Yeah, you're on a list. There you go. I, I, so nothing else, guys? You got nothing else? No, I'm good. Sounds good. All right. Good. Uh, we're going to do the last call, talk a little more, drink a little bit more. I'm, uh, I got rum going instead of vodka this week. So Weird. That sounds yeah. like a headache. I might go get another overexpensive uh, wine. We'll see. Yeah. Get some more beers. I finished yeah. the vodka, so I had to move on to the rum. But we're going to go to uh, last call. You can find it on our Patreon page, free of charge, Patreon.com Patreon slash State of Atlanta. If you do decide to become a Patreon member for three bucks a month, you get early access to last call, plus uh, access to our private group chat, discounts on our merchandise, and all kinds of other cool stuff that we come up with. So please consider subscribing. Well worth that, $3, I'll say that much. There you go. With that, I will say, say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.